dirty ape. Oh my God, it's Friday, Eric. That means Grodd is in the house. We just heard him. I hear, Excellent. and I, I do speak Grodd, and also he can read minds at he points. He speaks English. He, he just said, I'm, well, I'm thinking he was that there, though. He was yelling I'm for happy brains. For you. Well, maybe he does. Maybe it's part of his no, mind ready. control. He does that. I don't know what he speaks. I don't speak gorilla, and we'll see. But everything's going to be getting bananas here on Friday, and with this whole deal. We have some kind of weirder books. I, I mean, they're not weird, but we have some okay. books that are left over from the Patreon spotlight. And if you're not aware on the Patreon spotlight, we ended up talking about the Dark Crisis. And it's funny, we'll Dark mention crisis, the other thing. Worlds Without a Justice League Green Lantern number one. And with that, you were very concerned that they were going to make us change it to Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, Worlds Without a Justice League Green Lantern number one. When you end up at, this is just my little tip to DC or any comic company or anything. If you have to take actually two breaths while you're saying a title, that title is too long. Two Look, breaths it's not too the, long. It's not their fault you're constantly out of breath. You're just out well, of shape. I was going to say, really, it sounds like I've run up and down the stairs. I end <laughs> up, I'm working out. I told yeah. you that. <laughs> Maybe working. I'm working out a way to avoid uh, exercise. I end up, well, I went to the gym this morning, and I end up doing this cycling thing. Which gym right? up to? Well, yeah, I went to, I do the cycling to thing. Your dealer? So me and Tanya get done, and I actually got mad because we're doing it, and she's alongside, and me, we're doing our own thing. So I look over, and I look to see what her RPMs are set up, and that's like the tension that you have. On the bike itself And I'm thinking You know Look at her What is she doing I look over I'm like Why are you trying to shave your wife For working out I got so mad I'm looking over I'm like What the heck is she doing here Like my tension I had at like 11 I look over She's at 16 I'm like What the heck is going on So then I jack it up to 16 And I couldn't do it And I'm like Ah But then I looked Because I I had a more idea That you're actually trying to shame your wife For working out Because she's not up to stuff with you But she's completely shaming you and you she can't seemed. deal with it. Now, I look because we have a different little routine. She likes to she go does the, stuff and you don't. No, she does the slow and steady. I actually like to really, here. I like to go full out. I like to really almost like I'm sprinting I type myself, deal. So I don't have to work out the well, rest of the week. Well, that's why I then have problems later maybe on the can. Eric, we won't go into that. But I end up doing that. But when I saw that, it angered me. But then we get done and she said, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go pretty bad. So we're like, okay, and there's two ways you can leave this, you know, exercise area. <laughs> You're gonna tell me, and there's two ways you can go to the bathroom. Number no, one, number no, two. Well, there is. There's number me. one and number two, and sometimes you get a number three, but that's like not that. very good and involves going and getting medicine. You end up where we can go out one of two ways. The one way you don't really go past the bathrooms, you go right out. That's the usual way in and out for us. But to go to the bathrooms, you have to go this other way. This old guy's in front of us. This guy is like Slowpoke Johnson going down. Tanya's getting so mad at him, but then we go out and we go through the gym. You have to kind of go through the gym and then you go out in the Shaming hallway. Your wife, old people, no one's safe. This is where this guy gets sus. This is the whole part of it. This is not really the bathroom was the story. The idea where they have camps going on. So the kids are mean? kids. They have kids camps. Oh, it's at the YMCA. The oh, they that's have right. camps okay. at the YMCA. Okay. So. When well, we no, go out, is, I don't even understand that because I know the YMCA they do stuff for like for the community and stuff well, like there's that. There's a I don't, pool. I, I don't. Okay, so when you say a camp, like it just like it, it almost seems like daycare. Well, it is daycare, but it is a camp. They end up going there, and I think Logan went way back. Well, it, when we get there, sometimes they're do out they under the, the pavilion and put up the tents. The reason that really played out with this is that originally 
Me and Logan were going to go. This is when Logan was full out in basketball and wanted to go and get extra shot practice in early. But then when he went, they said they had camp at that time. But me and Tanya go. Tanya's trying to get to this bathroom. It's right across the hall now. But the kids are filing through. Right. So this one kid. Old people and kids. Well, sus. this one kid's kind of running around and doing what kids do. They're, they were outside. They come in. This kid's Rammy. Right. So as he's doing this, he's almost like twirling around too. The old guy in front of us grabs the kid by the arm and then says, you got to slow down, son. Oh, and, then starts, and then starts rubbing his hair. Right. So <laughs> you little then rascal. at this thing that's not like the most wholesome thing i've ever heard in my <laughs> but life this is the problem this is not something that you really should be doing now and i think that the why people Andy then freak out up. yeah exactly but the why people are thinking okay like real quick thinking this kid's gonna go home say some old guy was touched by, like there's problem oh, so you yes, end up this problems. lady goes oh excuse me sir excuse me sir you're not allowed to touch the kid don't touch the children it's like a zoo don't touch the animals this, this guy is there this guy does not hear what he's saying or understands the issues of when he starts saying, when I was a kid, all the old men touched the boys. And he kept saying it over and you know over. What? We loved and, it. And, and, and oh, he's saying, he's like, that's what old men did. They just touched the boys. They were allowed to touch the boys it back then. All these kids are like looking like, what the hell is going on? And yeah, I, you know, old guys always touch me. I didn't do a thing. He starts them pleading with me, his case. He's Come like, on, old man. you Come know, old man. and he goes, no, it's funny. I thought that. I'm like, you son. No, he goes, yeah, you yeah. know, you're a young man. You know, though, that the old <laughs> man always boy. touch. They always touch the boys. I'm like, no, <laughs> Tanya, Tanya's there. Like, she doesn't this get the concept. Tanya doesn't get the concept of that. This guy doesn't understand what he's saying. Did she just go to the bathroom already? I mean, uh, uh, that, she, that, she, she was trying to get through because then this line stopped and she didn't want to run through. And the kids are also at I this point. I am knocking kids over. I most go of the kids are holding hands in this line. You can't. Oh, it's a You're trying to go through. But she ends up, after, even she goes to the bathroom, this guy. Break the chain. I'm like, I'm getting the way out of here, right? It's Fleetwood Mac and this bitch. You end up where I go out, then we go out to the car and she's like, I can't believe that guy. And you didn't say anything. That guy's a pedophile. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Hey, no, I said he meant that people would just go and like pat people on the back know, and rub their I head. Don't to go outside or interact with people because all you fucks are nuts. Oh, my God. She's like, no, he didn't. I know what he meant. I bl-. So really what he was doing then, sweetie pie here is he's announcing. That back in the day, back and that was fine. Day, we were allowed legally and, to touch all the children. They loved it. They loved watching it. We were all about it. That's what the day was back then. Oh my god! And this guy was that just was the like, purpose of getting old. As he was getting, and he wasn't mad. That's the reward. He seemed Young boys. when the when the lady said it, he seemed very like taken aback, almost like, "Oh, you, yes. you thought I was doing something bad." Let me tell but you, that, but yeah, he wasn't. And let but me tell you, this was a normal you, deal. I'm telling you that. This is really more sus than it should like be. I'm like just sitting there. I'm like, you're digging this hole deeper and deeper. Like, they're going to call 911 in about two seconds, dude. You got to stop. You don't even need a and shovel to he dig He did kind of like walk away. And I really felt bad because then Tanya ran. She's going to the bathroom. I went and just wanted to get away from him. So I go over and they have like the circuit train deal. So I look in like I'm pretending I'm, oh, what are machines are in here? And I look and the guy is just like still in the same position with his head down. He died down, Jim. <laughs> Shame. He did. And By then his then he community. Just, he just put his head down and You're walked out. Just telling out. a kid to stop being so rammy and you know smell the roses once in a while. He didn't want the kid to get hurt. Yeah. He, the kid was twin. Right. This old man might have been a hero. He was. He was. 
<laughs> he just didn't. He's not with the times, Eric. He needs to hear himself and what he's saying. Uh, in that, yeah, it was it was not great. It, it actually reminds me of like everything that Tobias said in Arrested Development. Every time, <laughs> and you ended up having Michael like, please say that out loud and listen to what you say. Like this guy just did not get what he's saying, and that's where I think that I'm worried because if my wife does end up going before me. And I'm an old man. I'm going to be the most awkward old man and end up running You're into the these most situations. Middle aged man. You, well, you need to have y- your wife there to tell you, like that doesn't sound good, honey. Shut up! Think this, you guy, do. this guy seems just like don't he talk was sad. It was bananas there. It really was. And I just G-G-I-F, sat there, I'm like, man. and it's one of those things that occasionally now because I don't really leave the house that much. Everything happens like this, and I always think I got to remember this and tell Eric. And I almost I have to tell you, this stuff is so crazy how you live your life. I'm telling you, I left work early today, went to the grocery store, I saw that Spirit Halloween was open. I walked in there, I had a good time, we came home. No fuss, no muss. Again, though, when me and you worked together, you saw this in action. Yeah, when I, I would go, you. I would walk into Wawa, and then just the craziest shit would go on. I'm like, did you see that? Yes, I saw. People like to. rubbing you and stuff, and you know, giving you a ring, reach around. I don't know. We're in line at the Wawa. What are they doing? Uh, but with all this, back to we have some unusual books, Eric. Not really the big banger hitters that we usually, you know, think of or put on this here. Thank God it's Friday. Sometimes we end up doing like the event books, or maybe we get one or two that we're like, okay, this will get some eyes on the podcast. I don't know about this. This is going to be. Are you telling me that Naomi season two finale is not the big banger? It's going to get everybody's eyes on weird science. I'm, I'm going to surprise people when we talk about this. Actually, it won't surprise them. I'm actually just sad that this wasn't something better. I'm sad like that whole man. You said I, like I anybody am... who watched a TV show. Well, I watched the TV show myself, too, because I do like the character, the concept of the character. I, I just I wanted to know more of it. How yeah. can you say you, that's the thing I, you exactly. saying? You you just have like a clean slate because that's what Naomi is. And I was just wait like I like Ben. Here's the deal. Naomi, I say I like Naomi. I like the concept, but I like the potential because I really do like Miles. I really do like Riri. A lot of people yell about Riri and not like her over at Marvel, but I like those two characters a lot. So I thought maybe this could have that magic. And having this whole deal, just to go back before, and we're gonna start with Naomi first, and then we'll go to Nubia. But Naomi was set up with Bendis making it this kind of, you know, ju- not juxtaposition, but almost like a mirror of Superman and Good her real. being a fan of Superman, but having a little bit of a twist of but, you know, what, being that way comes more powerful and way cooler than anything Superman fans that was have the ever problem. seen. You don't even know how great this character is because as soon as you think you know, she's going to be even cooler. And, and I'll give you the idea here where I think Bendis went a little wrong, and maybe it was because of the idea that he David didn't F. quite Walker. get all the things. And David F. Walker, and we'll get to the credits. Actually, I'll say the credits and I'll tell you. It is Naomi, number well, season two. Number six, Eric, written by Brian Michael Benes and David F. Walker, uh, Jamal Campbell on art and cover West Abbott on letters. And the art continues to be good, but it is some, it's a bit confusing. It's the same problem that we had with the last issue with the fighting. And it's so dark. Nothing is defined. And all the colors kind of uh, bleed together to the point where you have a gigantic, supposedly gigantic, epic fight to the fucking end with these people from Naomi's Earth who are trying to take her out after Zimbato was down. And everything just gets lost in the show because you can't determine... Which who is who? What's going on? Where did they got hit, or where they didn't get hit? And we don't just, know these characters enough. Oh, not like at all. I'm telling you, when I see these characters fighting each other or fighting Naomi, 
when it goes on, I don't even get the full concept of their character design. So when I'm trying to look at the panel and go, is that that leg or is that that? I don't know because they haven't been around enough. I don't feel like they ever really went out of their way to really like define the names of the characters. Like, here's the name of this character. Like almost like a big, like a big shot to the face, like a money shot, and then have the name next to it. Like, here you go. This is who this is. Because when you have the antagonist here on the DC fan wiki, because I had to look this up because I don't remember these characters. Because as far as the, the, the war of uh, Naomi goes, when everybody started getting powers on her Earth, Everybody started going to war. They either died or left the planet. And all they had left on this earth was eight of the megas, as they're called in this. And Naomi was like the only one that was born of two megas who eventually died. But you only had eight of these superheroes left, superpowered characters left. But what you have coming here is Zambato, Brutus, Dragon, Jupiter, and Kilgore. And as far as the DC fan wiki says, unnamed henchmen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Now, with that, I'll go back. My, my big play here and my big hot take. <laughs> Is the idea that here's Naomi, he, he's going to Bendis, and we'll say more Bendis, David F. Walker involved, but Bendis really going by his name and the hype of him creating Miles and Reary to the lesser extent, but more Miles. So you end up having this, and he ends up getting the story of she loves the Supermans because, oh, I'm an orphan too, and ends up finding out has a very similar story from another planet, comes here, though it's a dimension, it's a weird play. But dimension that's not in the multiverse. Yeah, it's somehow. not in the multiverse. It's some other rift or something. So when you get this, when, when you end up having people who say they love Superman, and I'm talking about just generic people on Twitter, whatnot, you have when they hey, say, I love Superman because it shows the, you know, an alien that's able to accept humanity as his own and, and protect it, even though sometimes they're against him, but ends up doing this and grows up, has great parents, learns to be a hero, whatnot. You have Naomi is almost what people clap back at of Superman. Superman's boring because he's overpowered. They put him in all these things, and you really don't get anything that's equal to him. That's all he did with Naomi. That's how I define Batman. <laughs> yeah, you ne- yeah, but you never got the, you know, the humanity or the, the idea. He tried to. He had some of the schoolmates and had the parents, but you were really not doing much with her well, Even when overall. you had, the, like, here's all her schoolmates, here's her therapist, and here's her boss at the diner. And then we're never, and we're never going to show you these things again. And even when you have characters like here's Gothgo and here's the other girl Suze, they're like who I might be the Gothgo. But when you had all of these people who are just like periodically showing up at a panel, like in this series season two, we're like they seem scared because of what's going on in their town of Puerto Oswego because of Naomi and stuff like that. But ultimately, all of this friend group you saw, it just boils down to one friend. He added like, okay, it's we don't Annabelle. have to worry about any of the right? yeah, Annabelle, and you Annabelle don't have to worry about the rest of their time because they're just not going to be there anymore. Even the therapist in this the therapist drops Naomi because at the end of the season says oh she's kind of scared to be right now oh, <laughs> Naomi cool. goes I get it but even the idea where you have mom pa Kemp for Superman that's the, how he got grounded that's how he ended up and he probably did get grounded a letter but he ends up like that's the, the humanity and he learns to do this and all like that but in this you even start out with okay mom and dad but but the dad's Iranian and the mom we didn't get much of and Greg then you get D thrown in and D's there, and everything seemed to be surface level. <laughs> Got him. You end up where everything was just there to elevate Here Naomi, are, but not, not in the way. <laughs> where we have a baby who is taken in by Iranian who was chasing a Thanagarian during the Ron Thanagarian War, and they decided to put their differences away and, like, you know, just go AWOL with this war because war, what is it good for, Jim? We need to come together nothing. and save this, Absolutely this other dimensional baby that showed up at this football field on this Earth planet that we just have who happened to be in. 
And you know what? This lady Jen over here, she's kind of pretty. I think I'll marry her and raise this baby. Yeah, hey, you know what? I hear they got a garage down there. Why don't you go and buy that with your Thanagarian money yeah, and go work you, on some motorcycles? Use your Thanagarian money and, you know, those Thanagarians. books. They like to, t- to tinker. <laughs> just go and do that. But don't get rid of that, that axe. It's just like the idea, even if you had this, where it almost felt like you could have had an enemy mind. Something like All that, right. where it's like, they're always looking out the window at each other to make sure the other one isn't doing something bad. What are you up to? But they even tried to play that. I'm still waiting for D and Greg to become best of friends, just like they an enemy should mind. Be. That, I mean, they should have been. Because even the play was, oh, D, you get away from my... But that really didn't play out well here. I swear, freaking Greg still hates D so oh, damn yeah. much. Like, they're never getting past the idea of the Ron Thanagarian rivalry that they have. And for some reason, threw in in the last issue or the issue before that, the idea that Whatever D was on Thanagar, it was an equivalent <laughs> to the Nazis, which we, Hawkgirl just kind of throws it out talking to Naomi, and we have never dealt with that. We're just going to leave this issue with D being a good guy. Like, yes, he got away from that, but what did he do and should we associate with D? I know. The funny thing about that is you, didn't, death you didn't get that from Greg. Like, Greg, he might have been like, oh, that D, because he doesn't understand. Like, the thing that is, still from thinking, the it's, it's a part of Thanagar. I'm like, you know, if it's the SS of Thanagar, I'm like, is it uh, like the own, like, is it against the own Thanagarans? Because you also have the lizard people on Thanagar as well as the hawks, you know? So the idea, like, is it against those people or is it against the Ronians or just any other rival species that they're invading planets? Like, what is D up to? I don't like it, though. Seriously, Greg, he better keep an eye on that, you know, uh, what's Adam Strange? He's going to do real bad things over there on Ren. So you end up all this stuff going down. You never got a footing. And I'm not saying, you know, knowing the character as a power set because we didn't get that either. Omega level power, Jim. Yeah, I was never able to get her. She was always kind of spinning around, yelling. I I just was here. I've only been this, doing this a week. To two the point where in this, because you end up, yeah, two weeks it was. And so in this, suddenly you get she's going to now you know, turn into Charizard. I, I laugh the idea that she's evolving. And they're like, man, I just got used to your first More powers. More really? Charizard evolve. Yeah, I did not get used to the first powers. Please tell me well, what even all the of idea, them were. When you have this whole thing going through, because it is the whole idea where you have these these other worlders like, oh, my God, she took out some bottle and they're both knocked out. Now, quick, give me this freaking the, this this God killer sword that you have, whatever the hell it was called. But like, we need to cut her head off and some bottles and then we're going to take over this world. And we're going to use Naomi's death as a way to show all the other heroes who we don't know anything about right now that we have taken down like. As far as you know, Naomi, this might not be anything. Because you know they have a league here. You don't know their power set. For some reason, these people coming in here, they go, if they kill Naomi, it's all golden. We could just take over this entire world. I'm like, we have nothing but superheroes here. Only but, that. And also, why why do that and get them fired up? I mean, you know that, that they're there with them. the issue like with what I have to assume is Kilgore or Jupiter, because I don't know these characters. They don't talk about, like, you know, they don't keep saying their names at each other, which I like, usually yeah, we don't know us, anything about them. I appreciate them. it at this point in time, because who are you? But this idea, it's like, this is what we're going to kill them now, so we're going to take over the rest of the world. I swear we take half the issue with them just talking about killing her until she eventually wakes up because her, her, you know, her aunt from the other universe talks to her with the mind movies, Akira, and wakes her up. Now, when we get the idea of evolution for the powers, like your second power is opening up, is the second power just telekinesis, or, uh, tele- telepathy? It to talk seems. to Akira and then open up portals telepathically? And it's weird. The way that they're claiming the second power almost feels as if that, like, trumps and gets rid of the first powers. They're like, oh, man, I was just used to that. Now you got this. But it doesn't seem that. She seems to have the others. But you already said. And that's my big point is y- you have these powers. 
and you got them forced down your throat. Whether or not you think Naomi got forced down our throat by reason, going on she, Justice League uh, and stuff. Her, but, her symbol looks like a white lantern symbol almost. And I'm like, why would you even go that route? I'll even go with the idea. And it's funny because with Jamal Campbell's art here, you end up having that dragon that certainly looks like that one species from Far Sector as well. Uh, and I'm like, oh, remember the one that was, you know, zipping around and that whole deal? If you go back and look, it's very similar. Maybe it is. I don't even know. But it's very odd where, like we said, it's not just that we don't know the names, but you get them here. Dragon. You, th- you think you think Jupiter is the uh, is the uh, conehead? No, I think Jupiter is. I don't know. I thought Jupiter I think was the, just, I think the Doctor Octopus she really might did be a Kilgore. Jupiter, maybe. Because uh, Dragon's got dragon wings. I can point that one out. Dragon's no easy, right? And so when you do this, even if you go Dragon as Dragon, what's Dragon's powers? Why is Dragon part Dr- of dragon this? Wings. What did Dragon do? What do they end up? You know, what makes them tick? What makes you think at night, Dragon? We don't know. And so with that, they become very generic of, we are here to take Naomi and take over the world. We're going to kill laughing. this girl and just take over the world. Even at this one point, <laughs> just laughing of her parents really done messed up by showing us the way here. I'm like, mm, yeah, and even the idea of, of like, I'm trying to understand how this works because her parents died sending her here and nobody could get to this earth that entire time. And Na- until Naomi's powers came into place, which sent out a beacon where Zambato showed up in a portal. She sent him packing. And then eventually like the justice league during that run of Bendis's, they went to that world kicks some ass because Brutus was sent to this world via a different way from another character. So, like, I don't know who's sending the thing here, there, which way, or, like, it's anyway, which way, loose, it seems like, at this point. Right, turn, Clyde. You end up where this is going on, and just to talk about, you know, the progression and a, a pacing of a series or whatnot, and this is season two, it's the last issue. Thankfully, there's no question mark after the end yeah. at the end, but some people might be upset, but you have this final issue She's already taken out Zimbardo and Brutus. They are an afterthought now of the rest going, man, she really did take out Zimbardo and Brutus. This was what we were waiting for. And you end up not even waiting till having a big battle at the end that maybe you have the Just League show up and about to help. But then she says, no, I got this, whatnot. You kind of get that, but it's after the fact with these schmucks that we don't even know. You never well, introduced the idea, them. I'm, I'm seriously squinting here trying to look at the art because – Zimbato is down. Brutus is down. I have to assume that Brutus and Zimbato at this point in time are still alive, though. They're just down for the count like Naomi is the beginning of this. Because the one point when you have, like, you know, the cops trying to arrest Greg McDuffie because he's got his Ronnie space gun out there. And like, what's your daughter doing? She's trying to protect you. Put the gun down, sir. And like, the whole idea when you have this, it seems like Jupiter, who I'm going to call Jupiter, Miss Conehead over here, does something with Zimbato, a power I don't understand. And then he starts, like, glowing himself. And then everybody starts screaming, the humans, because they got... Their mind being pierced. And it's and funny, like, you said you said that you thought Jupiter was the conehead. I was actually going by the dude with forearms that actually looks like a conehead, but I now realize who you mean. And yes, I agree that that's Jupiter with that helmet. I, I don't yeah. even know what's going on. Yeah, I thought actually Mr. Conehead in the back. I'm like, Ooh, look at me. I'm, I'm, what's I'm telling, going there, on? There's Dr. Octopus, there's Dragon, and there's freaking like Conehead. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. Uh, but yeah, all of this stuff, and even at points, people are like, and flaring out and just what what's happening as you said the police are going they're trying to figure things out it's a torrential downpour which even makes things a little more crazy to look and see and whatnot but really all this boils down to okay what is naomi gonna do here in her final unleash her power and kill kill gore she's gonna end up going to her second evolution and she's gonna end up talking to what is kind of her quote-unquote aunt 
Akira plays off, like I said, it's basically, you know, your mom having everybody say uncle. So you end up where, oh, I'm your mom's friend's aunt. Why don't you, why didn't you just make it the aunt? I really don't understand why you can't have it just be the aunt and say, listen, I'm your aunt. You know, hey, and that's family. I need you back. Whatever. No, he has to go and jump through this little teeny hoop for no reason. But she's like, oh, my God, you can hear me. That means your second powers are manifesting. What? I don't know. What is going on here? (laughs) Yeah. And then when the mom, you know, there on Earth ends up saying, man, I just got used. Well, you don't have to worry. She's leaving. And it makes it seem like she's leaving like for college and she's back in her bag. And you know what? It's kind of funny the way that works out. Even if the idea, even if the idea, because it does feel like college and like her age range, it actually makes sense for the idea of leaving the nest and stuff like that, even though their dad's Ronnie and I have no idea what his backstory is and how he has a social security number. But she's going to go off. And the craziest part is she's had her power for, let's say, three weeks at this point in time for season two. She's a member of the Just League and now she knows how to get back home, has her second set of telepathy powers and maybe gateway opening powers that are connected to her, her aunt. But the idea, I'm going to go home and I'm going to free my world. I'm like, You've only had your powers three weeks. It's not college to me. Now it actually does end up being Greenpeace. Are you going to college? I'm going to join the Greenpeace. I'm going to make the world better. I'm going to get them fishing nets and I'm going to take down those whalers. All missionary work. I'm like, whatever, go do it. Have have at it. Whatever. Uh, Even then, it's like, well, you can't all come with me because it's poisonous to go there. I'm like, yeah, until it isn't, or you end up having weird things. So. You do end up having that other world of hers having that crap hole deal. And then you even have these, you know, the, the troops here that were with Zimbardo at one point, but coming in and saying, man, I can't believe she did it. Are you breathing this air? It's like sweet honeys. I, I, I got to tell you, though, when she is fighting freaking Zimbardo's group and Akira, like, you know, reaches out through this weird Naomi symbol portal, they do the mind moves together. This I got to read this whole thing between Naomi and Akira. And then maybe some other people here as I go through the pages, but Naomi? Naomi, Akira, Akira, uh, keep the portal open. I'm going to send these idiots back to Akira. You can still <laughs> hear me. I can fix Akira. I'll fix it. Listen for my Akira. How? Give me time. Akira, not Akira, but I was going to say maybe we can help. And then you have the justice like there and Teen Titans and Young Justice. But she's for a page and a half just says Akira over and over again with a like you switch up with an exclamation point or a freaking question mark. But it's just. I'm telling you, I'll do it again because every time this book comes up, things are it's dude, 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 dude. It, it is basketball all over again with the nonsense with her Hilarious. just yelling random things. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so that movie actually has aged in a weird way better than it was when I it think first I've came watched out. It like 15 years, but I thought it was amazing when it came out. It, it was pretty funny. It's one of those goofy ones. But you end up where even when you end up having to have the just league, they have to show up, but just a little late. To tell, uh, you know, Naomi that she does everything great. And look at you. I wish I was you. You have, you know, the classics, Bart. Who did I miss it? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's Bart. You know, he's always late because he's a flash. I'm like, no. He's and then false. you even have Connor just sitting there like, what up? Like all of it. <laughs> what are but you even doing? when you get to this point, though, it's just. I guess Akira, even though she can't maintain the portal that Naomi is talking they about, the mind movie, so that, she then goes and. This teleports everybody back, and then they just Justice League show up, and she's like, cool, you're here for the cleanup, but like, 
how did you take them back? How did they get there? Who is using the technology besides you? Is it that woman who was with Brutus previously? What is going on and where do you like, you know, where is your map to the multiverse? Remember where all that trouble was going back and forth between this and they couldn't open that portal and they were desperate. And now it's just like everybody's just going in and out. D. I love D in this, but even that the battle. break into Star Labs, find a freaking like a a universal, a multiversal portal, somehow input the coordinates and get to her homeworld, no problem. And I'm looking at page like 1213 as one of the examples where I was telling you about where there's Naomi seemingly attacking everyone, but because I don't really even know the characters or their design, it looks like just a blob of people oh, all yeah. together. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on in this. The progr- It may be well, really look, you good. You got but everybody without- here, Jim. You got Dragon, Kilgore, Jupiter, unnamed henchmen. <laughs> but because unknown everybody. henchmen, it's kind of everything just kind of goes together because we've never really seen these characters out and about doing much of anything until, you know, the last couple issues, or at least in this issue, especially this battle. Uh, and it just ends up you get lost in it, and I think that a lot of times I'm like, well, there's I think a there head might be butt. multiple on there. that, yeah. And so when you have no, all this, dragon, never mind. I can't even tell you that in these twelve issues of just Naomi again, she was in the Superman book, she was in Just League, all that. But I'm talking Young more, Justice, yeah, Young Justice. I'm talking about more of just in this Naomi book and the setup of her home planet and things like that. I think Bendis and, and David F. Walker are really centering on this idea that we know everything of how that planet works, what's going on, who's in charge. We just got dribs and drabs, and everything was apocalyptic type idea, and the whole place is burning up. Zimbardo got his powers and went nuts. All of these people had their powers. He was on the electric chair when his powers kicked in. And then Naomi is the only one to have, you know, mega parents, both the parents. So that's something only unique. Only superpowered people to have a child. Yeah, and so that's unique. But what does that really mean? And what does well, that feel? Because the idea, because at this point in time, we got to save the world. I feel pretty like assured that the idea for what we were told at the beginning of the Naomi series where there's only eight megas left in the entire multiverse of what they consider their superpower beings but we've taken out the majority of them we don't got to worry about the assholes no more yeah and, and that's like they're all bad too let's just get back to business at the beginning you have and it's almost like you're walking down you know downtown philly right hey how Not about them eagles watch. Those eagles rock! Yeah, go birds! Like, it's one of those, like, what do you think about Naomi? Oh, man, she's the best! She's from us! That's hometown right now! They're all getting fired up, but Stop I don't really know... At me, sir. I don't know what that really means. <laughs> People get all fired up when you ask them about the, the eagles. So, when this happens, what I get and so what, I I thought was, what I thought was very odd here was the idea when Akira goes and, I mean, Naomi's one power is repeating names ad nauseum. Akira! But with that, too, they actually said, what's your favorite anime? And she just started yelling it. So you end up with this. I thought that the weird play or what you could have done a little better is why have a second evolution in this when you could have had it in a way of, hey, what's going on, Aunt Akira? I don't know. This has never happened because she has two mega parents. Why isn't she different? Why isn't that elevation part of Oh my God, this is something that. Why is this something that Akira knew would happen? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So everybody must do it. But why are you saying that when this should be something where even she would say, like, we've heard the tales of this? We've heard, you know, the religion of this planet says that one day, the second evolution. I have to assume that when we get back, if there ever is a continuation of Naomi going back to her homeworld and trying to get it back on track, and then, like, you know, oust everybody who's a bad guy there and let us, like, make people free again. I have to assume because within that idea that there's only eight megas left on that world 
and they're mostly I have to assume bad. Besides for like Akira, I, don't, I guess Akira is like a a, a super powered mega and stuff like that. But I yeah. don't know. But it, I mean, part of the lore was that the ones who weren't killed off during the first war, they left the planet in disgust. Yeah, they left. They did. So I have to assume if you come back for a season three, Naomi's just trying to do Naomi stuff in her homeworld, and all of a sudden the people that left are going to come back. And it's going to be like, you know, whatever you enlarge Kandorians. That kind of seemed to be tied into even the idea of the Ronians and the Thanagarians and, you know, Greg and D, and they had that, the portal open, all this stuff going on. That seemed to be left behind a little. But again, I think that Bendis plays a smart. And Bendis isn't an idiot. He knows how to play this. He wants the character to maybe come out. But even in this, I like the play because it's going to drive me nuts, where all of a sudden she'll show up. For a half an issue of, you know, John Kent Superman, you know, son of Kal-El deal. Hey, Naomi, what are you doing here? I thought you were cleaning up your planet. You still doing that? Yep. It's taking a while, but I wanted to come see it. It's almost like how he's playing John with the Legion of Superheroes. Well, I'm like, just happy by the end of this where it goes back where freaking Naomi just becomes Poochie and goes back to her home planet. Yeah, she does. She is Poochie. And that is the best. I need them like, oh, man, I didn't know she was an alien. You have Milhouse in there. Oh, that'd be great. I'm never here like from Naomi some- again. <laughs> you, you look like you have something to say, Naomi. Do you? I certainly do. <laughs> Naomi went back to her home world, but she was I killed was on the so way. Funny. I got down there. She, she left. I'm like, oh, shit. She's been poochie she's this entire poochie. time. Yeah, she radical. came out. She was too outrageous for everybody. And she was to too outrageous. She did everything to the extreme. Well, she did. Her powers were crazy. But even then, when you have this basis of, okay, where are the fields? Where are the interactions and the, you know, the things that mean something to most readers that connect you to the character? Like I said, Superman, one of the biggest connect is Mom Pa Kent. It's not, you know, heat vision. It's not that he flies. Those are cool. Oh, it's freeze breath. I got you. you Exactly. Right. It's that he's faster than the flesh. But no, you end up where you have the things. Those are the cool things. But the real things that will grab you a lot of times are those relationships, even with Batman and things like that. And now with his son. But here you only have really had Annabelle, but barely even set that up. Annabelle well, was always like, man, remember stuff. once she went to Justice League, that was the, the, really the problem with, oh, man, how's that Justice League stuff? You met Batman. You met the Supermans. And like, so when she says goodbye. The idea where Black Adam becomes a member of the Justice League just because Superman says, you know what, I think he might be an all right guy. Or John Kent getting a Harley Quinn in his Justice League or Naomi, a high school girl who just has her power for a week where Batman accepts her in the Justice League, which is the more improbable. Here, here's the thing. It is Naomi, <laughs> but people are going to say Harley because of her background. But you end up having a girl when you end up spelling it out. The improbable deal is powers for a week, Batman, it doesn't make sense. Even in this, when at one point when Star Labs was either completely 100% sus or destroyed, you end up having Batman and Superman. Yeah, they're like, hey, let's take Naomi. You're going to stay with the Star Labs. They're like, you are not looking into things, either Bendis or Batman (laughs) and Superman. They're really not. But in this whole deal, like you see that there's not that much of a connection, even with her father and mother here on Earth. Because you don't even play that out. It's nice enough. It's almost like the, you know, a father not really being able to say his emotions to his teenage daughter here like that. But it just doesn't play well. And even the idea with Annabelle and Naomi, it's like, man, my therapist didn't even say goodbye. Really? Why didn't she do that? I don't know. I freaked her out. All right. Goodbye. And they hug and she's gone. Right. There, there's just nothing. Went and then I'm like, home 
Yeah, what ha- what happened to Goth Girl and and all those? I remember at one point when I reviewed the first what issue. What happened to the Breakfast of Club? Naomi. Well, that's the thing. When I ended up reviewing the first issue, we ended up having a spread page that looked really great yeah. with all the kids. Remember, they're hanging out on the on the cliffs. And doing all these things there it was like Johnny football was it the over there. Or was it just like a small, like concrete? I thought like, at one point. Now fence. I'm I'm kind of messing because at one point, remember that when Black Adam went to talk to her, they definitely were sitting like on a cliff or some sort of wacky thing. But at that one point, all the kids are there. I think even I want to call the football guy. Kind of reminds me of Kevin from Harley Quinn. But I remember Weird. that guy. You had a lot of guys, and we even made fun of it on the podcast of. Oh, there's Squiggy, and that we like here's thirteen people who are close from like I don't even have thirteen friends. And, now. and I ended up saying in my review on the the site, there's just too many characters here, and they're not named. I don't think we're going to deal don't with worry. them. And somebody flipped out at me and just said, "Oh, we're going to get all these kids. This is the basis of the deal." I'm like, I don't think we're going to. And then after all this season two, we really ended up with just. Not a lot of anything. It, it is a book that was based on kind of, hey, everybody, you like Naomi? Pretty cool, well, we right? She's a last, nice girl. I say last two issues, but in the background of the last two issues, maybe three, we've been dealing with the idea that the Port Oswega is scared of Naomi. Ever since she got her powers, p- bad things have been happening around here. And we don't like you freaking McDuffies around because you bring nothing but trouble. We had this whole fight go down. Now the fight's over. Everybody's been teleported back to the Earth and Naomi's going back to her home planet. We don't have any like uh, every time you say that, that it's, it is poochy. Yeah, but we don't have any conclusion to <laughs> no. the mayor, any how anybody feels about like the McDuffies and stuff like that. She's just leaving, and we never deal with the idea of like anything how anybody feels, except for they're still scared possibly of McDuffies, but they haven't been run out of town Frankenstein style. No, and maybe they will, and maybe the Senegarians will come and Naomi's going to have to come back. Yeah, maybe the Senegarians will scoop up D. Maybe they'll get into their AWOL. I mean, all that stuff going on and what's happening and going on with that. But when you end up at the end, it's funny because I get upset a bit at Ram V and Swamp Thing. People like that, though. And you end up where I think that he's wasting an opportunity at points to give us this new Swamp Thing and really get us involved with the character because he's more of a mood writer. And people who like him like it because of that. It's more of mood. It's it's a little fancy. I don't know about Levi Kamei. Well, I'm saying, though, at least, yeah, he's doing this is just a weird thing of and especially by the end, it's a real shame for people who might really, really there's somebody out there that loves Naomi and wants everything Naomi. And you end up in this last issue of what might be the final thing of her. And you can tell that they're writing it just to get the hell out of this. Just like, eh, let's go like write it real quick and let's get out the back door. Goodbye, Pa. Oh, my God. Here's D. I came out. I came out from my bedridden state of being my ass whooped to make sure that you could have this Thanagarian death axe. Stay cool, <laughs> kid. Okay, D. I know you've been looking at that death axe. You want it? Oh yeah, I want all the death axe. I want it at this point. Even this, the idea the death of the axe mom is bigger than her. She might as well be Artemis now. The with mistress, how big says, this is. Her big advice: You're going back to your home world. Don't eat anything that doesn't look cooked. All right, there, and and you have the death advice. There's advice, but. Why isn't it where you end up where all this happened and D goes to give this axe and the mom or dad says, oh, I don't know. And then she like looks and like, really? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving to my home planet. I just appear. All right. Okay. You're old enough. Like something like that. Give me I a little D's more trying connection. To up Greg, he didn't give her anything for a going away present. Yeah, really? He gave her the <laughs> pointing. Get out of here. And I gave her his heart, Eric, is what Wait, happened. Daddy, can Everybody, I have your Ronnie and Ray gun? He, no. run, he runs in. He's like, Wait a minute. And he's going back to that cave where his ship is. He's trying to chisel it out. Wait a second. 
I'm going to give you the ship. I got some kind of Ronnie and Chachki to get He comes running back, and his wife and D are now making out. He's like, this day is not going well for me. It's really going south. This is not Greg's day. Things are not Old coming Greg up Greg today. A good time today. Oh my! Where is my Rodian helmet? I'm getting the hell out of here. Um, but yeah, also I want to see the deal where once Naomi's gone now, uh, Greg and the and I keep forgetting the wife's name. Actually, they end up where now Naomi not being there. And the tensions rise, Eric. They don't have that buffer of Naomi now. They're like, I really it's, don't like you. It's Jen, so they're not going to get along now. The only problem they had in the relationship was Naomi because of how Greg felt about her having powers. Now that she's gone, they're going to love each other even harder. I'm telling you, they're they're like doing, they're playing games and things. They're playing like word puzzles and stuff. What, what's that game where you have the tiles and you play and you make the words, Eric? Is, what's that game? Is, is that Scrabble? Scrabble. They're yeah. playing Scrabble, right? And you, you end up where Greg's like, Rick and Brack. And she's like, that's not a word. He's like, well, it's Ronnie. And you're just stupid. You don't know. And she's like, I'm out of here. I hate you. Where's the word? Rick and Brack. I just made up a weird day. I was trying to come up with something. You can book. And she's like, what is that? And it's like, well, that's an ex wife, is what that is. Get out of here. But yeah, by the wow. end, D Poor gives Greg off there. his possible Nazi acts to, to her. I mean, maybe this thing will run into some problems later. I don't know. So we have we have Jen and Greg McDuffie though. The idea is, you know, uh, Greg is an alien. He's you know not supposed to be in this country, let alone this planet. But the idea, you think McDuffie was Jen's name that Greg took, or do you think uh, McDuffie is a made up name that Greg took, and then Jen took his her his made up name? I believe that that was David F. Walker and Michael uh, Brian Michael Bettis trying well, to get some problems for years ago. That's all. But, but I, now, know the I think it's Jen's. It. I think it's Jen's because what you end up where. You're going to have to get so it's some the ultimate sort of green card marriage. Yeah. You're going to have to get some sort of, you know, paperwork and things like that. And you would have I'm to probably you, work I don't understand how Superman never got caught. How did he get a security card? Well, because he's faster than a speeding bullet, Eric, is why he does it. I don't know. Lois does some sus things, but he already had that before. So who knows? Those been know. one of my biggest problems, like watching a Superman movie, like when Man of Steel came over, just reading the comics. Yeah, I do like. He works in the biggest newspaper in the world. Never went to college. Doesn't have a social security number. How is he doing better than me? Yeah, you could get like dark and like, well, the Kents did have tried to have a kid at one point. He did. I don't know. He assumed the dead kid's identity. I don't know how you do it, but he has paperwork. Did? Yeah, I believe that was it. You know, it. It was actually Elvis's twin. You know, he died Eric, in the womb. What was his name? I don't know these things, Eric, but. By the end, though, it's just it's disappointing because you had the second season Jesse. come out. It kind of Jesse, it came out when it was like with the TV show, TV show gets canceled. This book never had the hype that the first one did. They waited way too long for it, waiting for the deal. And in the meantime, Bendis didn't want to have people forget the character. So she was shoved down a lot of people's throats that made her just oversaturated without actually getting anything, you know, concrete about it. Hey, everybody. That was the worst. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. For two weeks. I mean, Goodbye, it's everybody. the idea of, man, I have too much Naomi. Well, what do you know about Naomi? Nothing. I mean, how can you get too much of something you know nothing about then? Because he wanted to save it for the season two. We kept saying it. And then you get to it. It was way too late. It was all, I mean, that in shutdown stuff, like everything gets involved with this that really had Naomi kind of, you know, have the cards stacked against her. But at the end, she goes off. Maybe. Maybe at some point she'll come back and maybe somebody could do something better with her. Maybe she could end up being something really good just on her home planet. Uh, it's almost what J-Man 
was talking about in the one mail where, you know, you have her away from the Justice League. You have her as her own deal. But you know what would happen. Those people would come back to be more. You'd have the, another Super League in the Naomi's universe. It would just be nonsense. But what would you give this? Uh, the the colors in this look good. I'm telling you, like if you a face value, if you just kind of like scrolled through this like book, you would think that the art looks good. But in storytelling, the way that the colors all kind of mesh together because it's raining, it's dark, and there's all this fighting with bright colors going on, it becomes a mishmash of nonsense trying to look at it. So I can't even say the art looks good, even though on surface value it kind of looks okay. The story just goes nowhere though. Like oh, I'm I wake up, I, I'm talking to my aunt, I have a new power of tele- telepathy. Goodbye, everybody. I'm going home. That's the end of the issue. You didn't get anything out of this. Somebody showed up, got his ass whooped, and then the other people, they got their asses whooped. Naomi has new powers, and we know nothing more about her except new power. And I can't even tell you what the new power really is. I say telepathy because it's the closest thing I could come up with. So this is a very disappointing thing. So for the end of season two of Naomi, for a character I never got a chance to like because they never gave me any reason to like her because, like you said it before, oversaturation with actually giving nothing. I'm going to give this a fuck you five. You have my stolen God, my Eric, I thought you might be going. I was hoping maybe a kiss my grit six. But Absolutely not. I'm going to go uh, four. I agree with you. The art, while and parts, the character designs, some of them are really good. Like Naomi at points yeah. looks really cool. Superman's about the sexiest Superman I've ever seen. I mean, he is putting on every the charm. The sexiest when, he, ever seen. when he shows up and he's like, hey there. <laughs> I'm like, holy moly. Uh, but with that, the choreography and of the fights, I think, is off. We don't know the other characters, so that throws it off as well. But it even has where Jamal Campbell keeps putting things through, like different panels and things bleed into the other thing. And it does become a bit of a mess. And you of, don't of a bunch even of know the characters scenes. that she's going up No, against. and that's the problem. I mean, that isn't Jamal Campbell's full fault there. But not knowing, and I, it's weird to say, and I don't know that everybody's getting the concept of what we're saying. If you don't know what the character looks like, it's hard to see them when they're all together jumping around and fighting. You don't know, oh, where's that? What's that? And everything gets all mishmashed together. So that's a shame because Jamal Campbell is really good. And this book could have been and something. And I have to go but... with you at this point in time for what we've gotten with the last two issues. Season one had better art than season two. Yeah, I told you. Me and you, we were talking about that, and I said it from the beginning. It just it was really crisp and clear. You know, no caffeine, Eric. Is that how they say it? And it, I mean, I went back and looked, and some of, those spread, no some of those spread. That's like not trying. Why Seriously. don't you do that? You're like, oh, I'll have to decaffeinate a coffee. I love when people what, sit asshole? there. People say, and I say, like, oh man, decaffeinate. And they're, well, actually, this is Zach, actually. Cause his, well, actually, decaffeinated coffee actually does have some caffeine. I'm like, get out of here. It doesn't have enough. I need that death with shit. But yeah, it looked a lot better. Everything was like really like they were hitting hard. In that first season, even though we didn't love it because you weren't getting enough information, but at least the hype was there enough to get a TV show from six issues. How can you not come back with six more and actually elevate things? You're just almost going through the motions here. And eventually I'll watch that TV show. And it's like it is. Yeah, it's like Poochie. Like you said at the end, but even before that, it's it really felt like mailing it in. Like it was a character and a story that had already gone by, and they weren't really that into it anymore. And then once the TV show, it's almost like, well, we're kind of embarrassed. I mean, let's get the hell out of here. Maybe time will be kind to Naomi, and she can come back. But we'll see. There's a lot of characters out there that don't get booked. So I, I don't know, know that Naomi will be. Yeah, and I don't know that Naomi will be. You know, on the top of the docket of those. Hopefully, Firestorm is ahead of her Hooray. in the queue, possibly for Poor you. Poor Beetle's coming back soon. 
Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll go to the next book, and what is that there? It is Nubia, Queen of the Amazons, number three, written by Stephanie Williams, with art by Aletha Martinez, Mark Morales, John Livesay, Guillemarreras, <laughs> and Becca Carey. And we're continuing on where the last issue was. We had that strange assassin lady attacking, yeah. you know, uh, Nubia in this hospital in Brazil. And at the end, we unmasked her to find out, oh, my God, you're, you're Zilla. And the young girl from my village back when I was princess. Most people thought it was the daughter, and it's not. It's a weird play. Well, that's the thing. They even had the wiki said it was because they had said When I went back to that coronation special, I never got the idea that Zilla was her daughter. The weird play is where you're going with this. You're going with Zilla, but then you have to make her important to her. So in this, you have the, oh, man, you were just like a sister to her. So you had to make a false connection anyway. And in that, you also play the idea Oh, man, that guy, you guys were in love. I thought you were going to get married. So it all was set up, I think, to be a little twist and actually be like, oh, you think it's one thing and it's not because a lot of people were duped. I think that not having it is less. It lessens all of this and makes it a little bit kind of like, do we really need to see this? Is There's some interesting idea in here of the idea of leaving your own gods behind and maybe your fate and things like that. I thought that that was kind of interesting. But other than that, a lot of yakety yak in this. I thought, and even the Zilla character kind of just starts yelling. Well, even the idea, it's like, okay, when when you did not come back, Nubia, and like you know, we were told that you died in battle, that you were slain. I knew that that guy who took over your parents' throne, because after you died, then that your parents seriously died. He took over the throne, and I knew because he was wearing your amulet, your half of the amulet, like half the amulet that you had. I knew that he killed you, so I then trained, and then I slit his throat, and before I did, he told me that he murdered you, and then I took the amulet, so I would have the power of Sekhmet like you did before, because you were Sekhmet's chosen, and I'm like, is, is that the reason that you're still alive now? Because, like, you're not talking about, what, what, like, how you're still alive, because you're like, how is it that you are still alive, Zilla? Oh, uh, we don't have to talk about that right now. <laughs> like, we have, it's a penultimate issue. What are you talking about? Then there's a weird play here with the idea where you're you're really going with this idea of anger, revenge, almost like you left me. You know, Naomi, you left me, but she didn't. She was murdered. Then it's like, oh, you you forgot everybody. Yeah, she did because she's an Amazon. Well, now. Even she that, came the through the Well of Souls. She, she was, you know, she did. She was murdered. She was reborn as Nubia on uh, Themyscira through the Well of Souls and stuff like that. No memory because that's the way it works out. But for some reason, even when she unmasked in the last issue into this one, how the, the continuation works, I could never forget your face. I'm like, the hell you say? Well, you, the hell you say? In my mind, that's big. That's the idea of you don't get it, Zilla. <laughs> Worst name. You don't get the idea that. We don't, when we come through the Well of Souls and become the Amazons, we don't remember anything. You were such a strong presence to me that I remember your face and actually things I'm starting to remember. It's not good enough for her, though. She did abandon her, then she did remember well, her. she didn't. She saw, no, you was, needed to see her right there and say, oh my God, I remember now. She never did. She got murdered. There's no way. This Azilla is a grown-ass woman at this point in time. The last time that Nubia saw her, she was a young girl. She was murdered. Now, like, I'll never forget that face. It looks nothing like the girl that I knew because you're an adult now. But for also, she also remembered when she was in Chicago, I believe, in the 70s, and Andromeda was well, there. Well, we don't know if really that's it. That was a weird thing as well. But even in this, you What's know, she remembers souls? stuff. But again, when you, and I should realize the idea of how this would set up, because most of the times the Amazons, they were ending up, 
getting hurt, murdered, whatnot by men that end up, that's why the well of souls and she comes. So it makes complete sense. But that almost puts you in this position of having to have the story. But really, when I go through this, and it might be me being a jerk, I don't know. But when Zilla, when Zilla starts saying like, oh, my God, you got murdered and your parents, I'm like, what does this have to do? It's almost like, well, that's fine and good for them. But what does that do for me here? Like, what is that? to do with now and why is this going to affect Nubia or the Amazons when you start talking about oh you left behind your gods and the Egyptian thing that's interesting that's something where okay what goes on there especially with the different tribes when we were told previously like the idea when uh, she was murdered right her body died but then she was reborn in the well of souls and we were told that even though this happened hundreds maybe thousands of years ago for how when she was reborn in Themyscira that this half of this amulet, this token came out with her, but the, they didn't give it to her right away until right now, like like five days ago. Oh, this also came out. It's never happened before or since, but but remember, you go. little now trinkets were coming out, and I like to collect them. And so all of this goes on, and again, you just said it. Even that added on. This is a story that seems like a side story to a whisper down the lane to a side story that never mattered before. That suddenly becomes the biggest thing ever because they just gave a half an amulet to Nubia and saying, hey, I think this might be yours. Azaria, the murderer of Nubia, had that one that he took off her dead body, I have to assume, that they get the power of Sekhmet because the power of Sekhmet ran through this because Nubia was the chosen one by the goddess. But I'm like, okay, now Azaria wants to be the chosen one, the new king, so he's going to take that half. Doesn't I don't know how it works with the, what happened to the other half because it's not a physical thing. Did it just disappear, split in two, and then her like reincarnated no, I body? Think that, well, yeah, that's the that weird one, thing. But, I think that I, I think Nubia's one is hers, and I think that you ended up having her father's being the other one that was grabbed you know, by I'm him. That, I thought it was one the, no the same, sense. I believe. It was like broken in two, but one half went with Nubia with her soul. The other one stayed with the body that Azaria took. But then when Zilla killed Azaria, she took this one to gain the power of Sekhmet and be the chosen one. But now that she sees that Nubia now finally off the mascara being doomed doorways protector, oh my God, there's the other half of my freaking amulet that I've had for hundreds of years now. I need to get that shit to I be need the complete to get chosen that now. one. And then even the idea, oh, now you're the queen of the Amazons? How dare you? You ended up abandoning the me. The thing I is, like, murdered. You, you're the queen of the Amazons. Isn't that ironic since you were the princess before and would be queen? I'm like, yeah, shit's crazy, right? Yeah, it really, it really crazy the way that works, huh? And, and then, yeah, she, she could say, yeah, you know, I kind of am pretty good. I, I don't know. And why is Yara for here? She could even say, <laughs> she could even say to Zilla, like, yeah, I kind of worked with this stuff. I was at Doom. So where were you this whole time? But even that idea, like I said, the idea of her parents being murdered after she was murdered. Like, why? Mysterious why do we need to know this? Jim. This doesn't really give me any sort of idea of, oh, man, this is more story that we could have later. This is just an after the fact. Oh, by the way, your parents are dead. I'd love it if, if nobody's like, oh, man, they're dead. I can't go see them. And then Zill goes, wait a minute, hold up. They would have been dead anyway. I mean, it's years later. Ago. They, oh, you got to deal with time here. And yeah, so it's like, really? Like, why but are we this? when you have this Zilla then, who's just really pissed off at Nubia for abandoning her <laughs> hundreds of years ago, she's held she a grudge like ever Yara since. She either, right? She hates Yara because Yara just keeps getting in the way like, oh, I guess you like her now more than me. That She doesn't say that, but I assume she's jealous Almost. of Yara. But Yara's just here to be like, and featuring Wonder Girl for no reason except for that we're in Brazil. But the idea when Zilla gets away because she somehow has the whole place loaded with bombs and has a dead man switch, but then also has a helicopter come pick her up, and Nubia's like, I know where she's going. She's going home to Madagascar, where we once lived. And I'm like, what has she been doing all this time that she's been alive? And then she doesn't want to talk about how she's been alive, but what has she been up to? Because 
She seems like some kind of weird assassin lady, but it seems like she has the means and organization of something way larger than that, where she has bombs everywhere, dead man switching helicopters to pick her up, to the point where Yara Force says, she's as bad as a Bond villain. And Zilla says, baby, I'm worse. Yeah, and that's that's a weird play, and I'll get back to that. But in that, you and Yara, I love when Yara comes running in, you know, bolos going and everything, and then you have Zilla just slap her like five blocks down the road. I mean, you Yara. see her just, boom, goes and then comes back and slapped again. But you also have... Nubia got a show and you didn't, Yara. Know your role. Kendra's three feet away from them this whole time and just is hovering there in the air. This ain't hot girl problems. You know, well, she might have been able to help. I mean, this is all hands on deck. It this time it's personal, Jim. In this where the play is where you have Yara say, listen, you're not going to get this, Nubia. This is one of them pop culture references that you wouldn't know. You're at the Doom's doorway. Hey, she's like a Bond villain. And having Zilla say... I'm better. Obviously, she knows what that reference is. So what has yeah. she been doing this whole watching time? Watching Bond, obviously. Big fan. Yeah, she's been watching Bond she's been, movies. She's been watching Bond movies and doing Assassin Girl stuff there for hundreds of it years. It was such a weird, Training weird to be the best. play, right? But the hey. thing is, though, because I know nothing about Zill and how she's been alive this whole time, I have to assume she's immortal because of this half a segment amulet. I don't know segment's powers that were bestowed on the newbie and stuff like that. I don't know how any of this works because the book won't tell me, but I have to assume that all of this time with the the rage of a th- like a thousand like you know sons she was trying to become the best there was the best warrior that you know nubia never got to be when she was the princess of madagascar you know, hundreds of years ago and the rage that she had i have to assume that she would have been like bigger in the dc universe to the point where like lady shiva who wants to be the best fighter in the world and prove it would have come a calling for old zilla yeah i know that Especially you kind of play this, that game it's this hard. character who seems to be large and in charge with helicopters bombs and an organization yeah it's basically, you know, well, she's she, hiding. she plays off a lot like maybe Nubia's version of Talia. She really in that sort of deal when she goes off like that. But the play here. I run Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I would rather of her have had a play like, why wasn't I picked by the Amazons? Why were you? Why wasn't I? I did everything die. right. I did that. But I'm saying we don't know. She may have been resurrected. I don't know how they play it out. Maybe the way that she did this, she ended up doing something else. Maybe it's the amulet, but the amulet didn't, we don't know. So I don't know how this plays out. But even when they go back and they're like, I don't know where she might be. And they're looking at a map and it's like, it's Madagascar. We see that there and like, I don't know. We're going to have to talk to the Baron of Miguel. It's so funny too. the idea when we have our floating island of Irene, that's the way our Amazons are getting like, you know, around now that we have like, you know, Amazons and man's world and stuff like that. This is a new thing that we have going on with Queen Nubia. But the idea is like, isn't Sek met an Egyptian goddess? Hey, Farouk and Ben Amigdal, they might be able to assist. We never call their asses. We're not dealing with that. No, look, no, look. I know where she's going. We don't have to deal with the Ben Amigdal. Eric, you missed the best part because how they describe this. You do have Nubia having visions. So they're like, okay, this visions explain something. I see a lot of water around some land. They actually say, listen, what the sound of this, it sounds like an island. Like, I'm like, right. that's your big play? She, the go, thing is, it's so funny, too. From what you described of your recent yeah. visions of your past <laughs> life, the place sounds like an island. And if you look to the left of the description, the floating island of Irene. Are yeah, you the talking floating about island. This? That's what I thought. And even then, <laughs> you're like, what, what do you see? Well, in my visions, I walk like three feet to one way and there's water. Then I turn around and go the other. There's water. Sounds like an island to me. You're Sounds Rika. like a floaty in a pool. Yeah. And I thought, actually, that I'm like. It's like, hey, we're already here, the floating island. She's Irene. going home. Coincidence. And this is the idea. How do you know that Zilla is going home? Because you haven't seen this girl in this form 
for hundreds of years. Why would she still be going home? Like she has the entire world as her plaything. She is hundreds of years removed an adult woman at this point in time. You don't know Zilla anymore. And that's anymore. the thing you already told me, like the idea Shiva never brought it up or they never had her in a fighting tournament with Zilla. I saw the Madagascar movies, Eric. I never saw her in them. So I don't I think didn't see that them, it's so on maybe the there up she was up. there. I don't think it's on the up and up, but it's just a weird play here where after three issues of this and People who like Nubia, me and you really like the Future State Nubia book. Yeah, when that she exiled herself from Donascara, awesome. where for some reason You've been the waiting for more of that. That's because, <laughs> because Nubia was the Wonder Woman of Man's World and it was kick-ass. It was really cool. Since then, they tried to elevate her. It's almost, again, it's, it's almost like, not quite like Naomi, but it's kind of the idea of elevating her, but only to elevate her. And then when you get this series, which I'm sure that people like Naomi are happy to have at least four issue mini. They probably want more because people always want more, Eric. Dude, we have one issue left. I want to know what's up with well, with the Well of Souls. That's my big play here, though, is like you're already through. It's almost it feels like, you know, you have a summer vacation. You're like, man, I got three months. I'm like, going to do the, everything. Was the well of Souls connected to Doom's doorway, acting up with chaos and stuff like that. We never dealt with it. I told you I didn't think we were going to. But as I was saying, that you was have the story. You're in junior high and you have your summer vacation. You know, back in May, you're like, boy, I have everything ahead of me. This is it. You wake up, it's August. Two days and we did nothing. You're like, I really didn't do shit this whole summer. Oh, man, I wasted it. That's what this feels like. It feels like we have one more issue. And I don't know. It it does feel like DC is very willing at points to say, well, your book didn't sell, so we'll give you more. And I, I just don't see it happening. Tracy business practices. I just don't see this, like, and you wasted your time. Still have to go off and do that Hippolyta book where we have to find out how Hippolyta's godhood is going. Yeah, the Hippolyta god, that's the way Clune read stuff, and that's the, the gods are back. But even that, like, the idea of this setting up the Egyptian the deal. must like, be crazy. I, they must be crazy. I'm, they must be bored. Just wait. I, I, they're yeah, waiting at the, the wings for this. Well, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like, come on. with This is such yakety yak though it doesn't it's not a tough issue to get through it, it reads pretty but quick it doesn't but give you what you want for the idea because oh my god zilla how are you still alive well we're not going to talk about it let's fight i don't like you nubia goodbye i have to go find zilla the end you fashion yourself an artiste right i think no. you're an asshole but there you go but even if, if you're if you ever do get Can your dream and write figure. comics i said i no dream of writing comics i'd rather be an editor i like to yell at people but that's even if more I'm, reading and you hate if that i'm shit. the editor and then, but there you go. If I get bored, then you know there's you know not actually you don't know anything. No, I, I don't get know bored anything. of everything. Yeah. But if you would come to me with an issue and you had this and you're like, and I said to you, why the hell are you bringing something up that you're not going to tell? Why do you say how are you still alive? I'll never well, tell. Da, da, da. If it's a setup for later, it's one thing. But still, you don't need to set it up that way. Wait till later, then say, hey, I've been thinking about it. How did this happen? Or you figure it out on your own. Whatever. But why do they keep doing this with these books? You, you kind of get this, yeah, I don't know, you know, wacky stuff. And we never this get the answers. It keeps happening in a lot of books. So it's like, we'll bring something up, but we'll never talk about and it. And we never talk, like you said, the Well of Souls. Why was that brought up if you weren't going to end up explaining it? story. We had new Amazons come out of it for the first time in like a thousand years. Oh, my God, this is amazing. But is it acting up? Why is it open now? Why did it close to begin with? What's up with Doom's story? Are the two connected? We'll never tell. <laughs> it's almost, again, and I'll go back to even Ram V Swamp thing that people really do like, but I want to know these characters. I want to go because with that, the characters, 
can live on and are bigger than maybe that one little story that you're writing there. If you do it right, they continue on. Well, can an idea ever die, Jim? I don't know, Eric. It can. (laughs) In my mind, they all die. My head is the place where all the ideas go to die. I just at the end of this, it ends up being, and unfortunately, you know, Will later Levi on, and Jen ever be more than just friends? Yeah, we won't we remember. Just need to know. <laughs> we won't remember anything from this book because we're not getting anything from this book. So at the end, look, I am never. You'll remember Zilla. You'll rem- <laughs> yeah, that's it. You'll remember Zilla because you, at least you didn't bring up the movie this time. But uh, I just think God, Matthew Broderick, and he's there. I'm like, oh my god. But yeah, you'll remember Zilla, and then I'll be, because I'm the worst. Wasn't that a daughter? I still think that my my true deal is just my reality. But you know what? I actually am happier that I was like, you know, more on point than the Wikipedia was. Yeah, well, they ended up where it seemed like they were setting that up, even to the point where I think it was Stephanie Williams who was kind of like giving little kind of side swipe hints to try to get people off. The, but again, was that a mystery that anybody was trying to crack? Sherlock Holmes wasn't on that one, right? I already knew the answer. But yeah, but again, if you ask me, that would have been better. That would have actually been something that was more hard-hitting and a more connection than just, it was this random girl that why then does she recognize her and see her? And even then, you ended up having her avenge Nubia's death and the parents' death, and then yet they're still against you. I don't even know why they're really against each other by the end of this issue. Just the idea that Zilla's mad because you're with the Amazons now, but that's not really how it goes. So you need more motivation. You need something else with this that she's really mad about. But then you go big and try to make her a James Bond that doesn't fit where you said. And I said, it's a, it's a tough game to play when you bring a new character in and then say, well, we never saw her in the 70s. But she, that's tough. That's why you can't elevate the character so much that it seems so big that you everybody a ghost would. Maker. You know, yeah, yeah. And even Ghostmaker was just kind of on the slide. He's always been there. We just don't talk about it. But he wasn't right. He was running his organization that was kind of in the shadows. But this is like Front Street. Like, why? Why do that? Why not have her just trying to do that now? Or she come? I just I don't get it. I really don't get the idea that we have one more issue left and what we're trying to get out of this book. What is the, you know, elevator pitch and what you get out Why of this? Why is well, Sekhmet doing all this bullshit? Man, I mean, if it's one of those, well, you like the tribes, well, we could add this Egyptian one in. Hey, let's go. And it's not even the Ban of McDowell. The Sekhmet's going to be pissed off that the Greek gods took their cho- her chosen one, and now it's going to be a war of the Egyptian gods and the Greek gods. Well, I mean, really, well, what was, uh, you know... Uh, you know, the guy who was in the submarine, like that whole story that fell apart. We had that going on. The original people who oh, were living the on the Themyscira and the, yeah, yeah, the Anki, the Anki people end up that fell apart. Like, why? I just don't get it. Like, all of a sudden she's going to be like, by the way, I'm Anki. Like, oh, Anki, my wanky. What the hell is going on? But I don't know. We have one more issue. Let's see, and it's weird because you get more Wonder Woman books right now, Wonder Woman family books, than we've had in quite some time, and they seem to be squandering the opportunity. They seem to be wasting it, and I'm not even just saying the idea of, well, they're not that good or whatnot. It's just that you're setting up stories that really don't seem to be going anywhere, or these should be big. You have to come hitting hard because they've never had a lot of these books at one point, and they just seem to be, you know content with just doing their little stories while in the meantime nobody's buying them because this book is not selling well which then the higher ups then say Nubia isn't a character that sells and gets put away and that's not fair that's more of the writing and more of the storytelling which isn't there but 
We'll see. What would you give this one, though? I think the art's actually pretty good in this one. It's just the storytelling here where it's like the whole thing with Zilla. I want to know the background. They have a connection that seems really forced. Whenever we have a chance to talk about it, they say, no, we're not going to talk about it. So I found the storytelling very disappointing to the point like, look, everybody's going to stay here in Brazil. No one's going to say the Amazons don't clean up their own messes. Me? Going to Madagascar because I'm not cleaning up this mess. I <laughs> got through some Zilla problems. Well, her mess so is Zilla. It's, it's a strange thing. We have one issue left, and I just don't feel like we've really done anything except for set up an entirely new story that feels forced out of nowhere because even the idea of that, that Sekhmet amulet, that came out of nowhere. It didn't make any sense, but here you go because you've been around for hundreds of years now, but I never gave this to you, but I think now it's time because you have a story coming up. You're going to need it. So it's very disappointing. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, Kiss My Grits 6 you no, gave no, it. Just, um, no, just ready to say. I'm actually going 5.5. And, and my whole play, again, if, if the editor's being told this, and like, here's my story. At one point, you have to say, like, well, what is Zilla really upset about? And why isn't Nubia reacting more emotionally to this little girl who's now grown up a bit? And has avenged her death. And oh my God, I didn't leave you. Please let me prove it to you. Let me show you. I was murdered. Do you get this? I was murdered. I got ripped from you as much as you got ripped from me. All this stuff going on. Where's the emotion of it? Not always about you, Nubia. They just end up fighting. And that's what the weird play is, is that this ends up being an action-packed fight scene issue where the fight doesn't really make sense. You end up having a, a girl who seemed to have gone through all of this trouble to try to avenge Nubia. And then when she runs into her, she doesn't think she's been duped. Like, oh my God, you're alive and I thought you were dead. She knows how this seemed to have happened. It's just that she happens to have this necklace. Even at the one point when she grabs the other part, I didn't even know when she did. It's like sleight of hand. She mind freaked my ass. All of a sudden, look what I got. Oh, I'm out of here. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why. Zilla went this bad when she was really, you know, really based on trying to avenge Nubia and her family. Well, that's what happens when you have good, take revenge, Jim. You dig two graves. Well, I guess you, you dig one for yourself. I guess it's three because of Nubia, but she already has one. But yeah, and, and just as the aside that you said, the hokiness and the forced nature of, oh, by the way, things have been coming through the well of souls. I know you like trinkets. Here you go. I think I remember this. We did end up getting, it was, what's it called? Witch Mountain. <laughs> you look like you're thinking of something. <laughs> She's going nuts with it. And then you end up just, yeah. And hopefully though, if at the end of next issue, we actually get something, it's the same as I say with Swamp Thing. If at the end we're like, all right, now I know Levi, we're doing this, we're doing, okay, then it was worth it. But we'll see if that's the case. But right now it just seems like a weird, just meandering book that really doesn't mean much overall. It's for fans of Nubia. Maybe they like it enough. Maybe they're content with it. But I like Nubia, and I'm not content with it. Yara, why Yara is the guest star? She gets slapped silly, and has been in the story just the same it ever since it started, right? And Hawkgirl as well. Hawkgirl so. doing there. I don't know. Remember, she said, I'm going to go with you because it seems cool. Yeah, not getting enough weird. panel play over in the Justice it, League it, it book. It was weird play. They're like, well, you know, every, it's funny. It's like, hey, the Justice League's dead, so we don't have the Justice League book, but we have to catch up to the timeline. Everybody go back to your solo books. You deal with things there, and Kendra's like, well, where do I go? We don't have a book. You go to the Green Lantern you Dark go Crisis to Nubia. Yeah, really. That's what she did, but you go to the Nubius. All right, I guess it's a job. It's a living. And goes off, so. With that, I'm, I'm a 5.5. She's sitting here in the background, this and Naomi. I think that basically she's just back there for the cleanup. <laughs> she's like, really? That's what's happening? But hey, there you go. 
Uh, but it's- And that's our connecting tissue to these two books for Thank God It's Friday. Thank God for Hawk Girl. <laughs> thank God for Hawk Girl. So, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed us ranting and raving about these. That's called skewering by some. It's not. Uh, and if you do enjoy that, we do end up having our main podcast that comes out on the regular feed on Sunday night. If you wanted to get a little head start, I do end up editing it late on Saturday night. So you get a kind of a day before deal going on. But this week, we got a lot of bangers. I hear Eric is what we have. We end up having the... I'm looking here. That was uh, Luke Hollywood. Superman, uh, Son of Kal-El, number 14. The issue before, it seems that Kal-El does come back to Earth. And, yeah, we'll see. You you have given me a little inside info, right? Not really. You just said that, you know, you have the best. This is what's going on. Yeah, yeah. That's what you told me. But then we also have I Am Batman, uh, number 12, which does seem, and I think people are getting on board with that, unfortunately, idea that it's heading for a cancellation, but we and with do what end up doing. I want the cancellation to come because it doesn't feel like I am Batman anymore. What we end up getting out, and I said it right away when it was announced, but you end up having a Renee Montoya GCPD corruption story coming out, I believe, in October. And I think that everything till then is going to try to set that up, try to set up what some. What are we of doing that. in New York to do that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It has to kind of get back to Gotham at one it's point. Like but we'll Renee see. Montoya, the commissioner of Gotham City, she went to New York City to talk to the New York Batman, Jace Fox, to find out who shot Anarchy in Gotham when he was in Gotham. And it turns out it was a New York cop. I'm telling you, it goes deeper. Went to That's what it's going to be. Because of a protester in Alleytown. It's going to be deeper. Uh, we have those, but we, we also end up having a clone red section that everybody loves. Batgirl number nine. I hear good things. Bat I girls, heard that it actually, yeah, Batgirls. I heard that you actually kind of settle down, deal with one story. That might be nice. Serial uh, killer story? That's all we got left, hopefully. Yeah, I think it's a serial killer one. Uh, but we also have uh, the clone red section, Wonder Woman 790. What's in the milk? what i want to know maybe i don't want to know especially if i've been checking twitter maybe i don't yeah and also we have harley quinn that has gone weekly weekly very weekly as they say and And the task force xx here's the thing eric with this i know that we talk about you know reviews and whatnot but when you start seeing reviews because people were reviewing the harley pretty well right and we even liked it before the fear state deal we thought that it was really good you ended up having stephanie phillips doing a pretty good harley and actually at some points giving me what I want from Harley and you what you like. You like a little of the goofiness, right? Yeah, that's I like the smartest gal, but you know, a little wacky. The same. And we were getting both. And then it just became this deal of just we're just going to do wisecracks. You know, we're going to crack wise here. And it got very generic. And finally, I think Holy the reviewers Holy. have caught up to it where we have like twos and fours. It, 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 people do not that like bad, this really? issue. So we'll end up. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. Ag- now there's a nine and then still both. the aggregate score is still 5.9 and the user reviews 2.5 so yeah people are not excited about this going to space and whatnot and how we get Come to on, whatever we have so task force xx led by luke fox going to the justice league moon base to go get element x that's been mutated by the dark multiverse who doesn't want that who doesn't like that is, is there an amulet that ends up coming through the well of souls in there at any point I did see that most reviews agree throughout all of them that this Harley is too jokey again, but also they say, and we'll have to, you know, do our thing. And Luke Fox seems way off. They're saying yeah. that Luke in this is way, way off. Uh, even the people who liked it said well, that. Even this when you is have the Luke idea Fox. where he's virtual, so you, know, you can't shoot freaking, you know, like systemic racism in the face. Like, 
So this Off is what to I'm the gonna moon. Spend. That's exactly. I'm going to spend my money for some more down to earth streetwise stuff to try to change mankind for the better. But you know what? I'm also going to pay super villains to go to the moon to do dark multiverse. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking It'd about? It'd be Luke? funny. He's sitting there. Be he's Batwing. watching TV. The honeymooners come on. You know, when Jackie Gleason's face goes onto the moon, he's like, that guy looks racist. Let's go to the moon. I'm going to punch that guy right in the Honestly, face. Honestly, Jackie Gleason's face in the moon scared me as a kid for that freaking little drawing. It scared me so much. <laughs> And again, we have to point out, we saw the, these the man, reruns, like, maybe. Exactly. The, the Man on the Moon freaking movie back in the day and freaking, you know, that, that whole like cartoon of Jackie Gleason's face in the moon scared the hell out of me. Even the Smashing Pumpkins freaking video. The, yeah, that part, the, you know, the, the rocket ship to the moon. What is yeah. it? Like trip to the moon? When that rocket ship goes in his eye, I'm like, this guy's pissed. He's going to come oh, and no, get revenge. I used to get really upset. Like, that's, what happens, that's where Majora's Mask came from. You don't, yeah, you don't want to mess with the moon. It's Would the you moon. Find a cover us. Holy the moon's pissed. I, I did hear something that somebody was doing uh, that if the moon did blow up or whatever, it wouldn't affect the Earth as much as no. what they used to say Fucking and do. Like, oh, you know, I don't want the tides to go wrong, right? Do uh, but you? We don't live on the freaking coast. Because I'm telling you, you don't read a lot of the Marvel now. Over at Marvel, that moon's blowing up all the time. <laughs> like every story, boom, the moon's gone. I'm like, oh my, what's up with Uatu? He's just sitting there on the moon, Eric, but he ended up getting messed up. But with all of that, yeah, the moon. So it makes me think of like uh, Dragon Ball Z too, where they just kept blowing up the moon and had to Man. wish it back and stuff like that, do different things. Or even the idea because, you know, a Goku with his tail or any of the freaking like Saiyans is that if they have their tail in the full moon, happens, they turn into giant gorilla monsters and stuff like that. So it's like, we have to get rid of the moon. Stop that shit. The last time I believe the moon blew up might have been in the Fantastic Four deal that we had the Reckoning War. I believe it blew up at that point. And at the end, you ended up pretty much getting the watcher there. And he made it into like a snowball. He kind of like mm-hmm, jammed it watcher together. Power. Moon is great. Moon is good. But yeah, you don't want to. Mess with the moon. Raise the moon. Oh my God, you moon. Uh, because really, if you don't have the, the moon, you don't man. have the wolf man, Eric. And we love True. the wolf man. Maybe we need to stop the moon. Stop all that like all that wolfmanism. Uh, did you ever hear? And this is just an aside, but did you ever hear Eric, the actor uh, that was on the Howard Stern show? He's no. passed by now, but he ended up where he was going to be on. I forget what TV show, but like a criminal procedural show. It was being filmed in Arizona, and they mess with him, and he legitimately put in his rider. Oh, he has to be protected this, yeah. from wolfmen. <laughs> Honestly, you should, made me laugh if, if so you much. have the ability to put that somewhere where you constantly have to be protected by wolfmen and people will follow this, why not? Why yeah, would you not I mean, want that seriously. to be a thing? I don't want to be attacked by wolfmen. He didn't want to get attacked by coyotes or the wolfman. And, uh, it was more werewolves in general. The wolfman, yeah. more specific. Oh, so wolfmen and women. Yeah, the wolfman himself, like he has those like jeans, the cut off jeans and stuff. He wears those glasses. He shorts. slam slam dunk things <laughs> and rides on, rides on the top of vans and things like that. I mean, that guy's cool. Uh, but with all that, we're done. Oh, it's getting late, Eric. And I say that it's only seven thirty. I thought it was like eleven. I'm so exhausted. Holy crap! I didn't know that it was that early. Boy, the night has just begun. Are you going out to drink tonight? I am not, no. You are not. Are you going to watch some wrestling tonight? Uh, I don't know Maybe. what I'm going to do. I don't have any role plans after this. I just might play some video games. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm going to actually go off and make a banner for this one thing that I thought was called something. <laughs> and it's called something. Look at this, Mike. You just always <laughs> got to go and screw it up, don't you? I'm sitting there because Eric, he actually, uh, behind the scenes, you wanted me to make like a banner for something yeah. that you were going to work podcast, on. Yeah. yeah, for a podcast. So, and I've been doing this. I kind of joke around doing it. I'm like, I can do it. 
took me forever because it, it involved getting a long box, and that was something hard to actually get. <laughs> I, I agree. When I was doing it, like, it, it was a pain in the ass for me to do it. Mine was okay. Right? Yeah, it was, was okay. Good. At like 3 a.m., I'm like, what the hell was he calling that? I need <laughs> to put it on here. And I'm like, oh, and all I can think of is Tales from the Crypt. So I'm like, that's what it Tales is. Tales from the bloody long box. <laughs> I'm looking at this, I'm like, he never listens to me. And I'm telling you, and while, when you sent that, I started, la- I was on with Matt Razor. And I'm sitting there and I get that thing. And I'm like, oh man, I done it again. And I started laughing. I'm like, it was so, I was going to send you a message of, what is, but I, it was already yeah, late and I wanted to send you something. Yeah, what is this? But it was already like 3 a.m. I'm like, all right, I kind of got the basis of it, but I don't know the name. I said, like, I'm British now. I don't know what it sounds Tales like. Tales from the Bloody Long Box. Tales from the Bloody Long Box, it is. What is the name of it that you said? Blood from the Long Box. Blood, blood from the Long Box. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm writing it down right it's now. It's already written down on Twitter for you. Okay. <laughs> all I do is get a GIF, and all of a sudden, you and Justin Timberlake are shaming me for it. I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I knew that I couldn't remember it, but I thought I might get close. All right, but that's that. That's just goofy stuff with me and you. I forgot all about that. Uh, but, yeah, everybody, thanks a lot. If you end up wanting to, you go over to that Twitter. I hear that they have a lot of things. That's what I did. I ended up, I'm telling you, when I got that, I yelled. Matt Ray was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, boy, I done did it again. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. And I'll tell you, Matt Ray's like my title better. Yes, I like that better. There's no account for taste. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. Well, he's a doctor, as you know. Uh, but yeah, you could go over to the Twitters. Everything's trending over there, I hear, including a lot of black pink stuff. All those blinks out there getting excited. The, now, here's the other thing, Eric. I have to remember this because black pink ended up coming out with a song that wasn't quite their comeback. Right. But I did it again. You want to do the did it again? The, the song was dropping Friday at midnight. I thought that was actually Saturday, you know, Friday into Saturday. I completely Stop missed it. the last one. I ended up not. We did this before where I'm like. All right, Friday night. Let, oh, it's been out now for 12 hours. Like, oh, man, but this is coming so up. So where is this trending, you said? The 19th, the, uh, the Blackpink coming back with their big comeback so you single. you said this was trending on what? It's trending on the Twitters. Not on my Twitter. I'm looking at my Twitters. I got WWE Smackdown. I got Elm Street and the Lost Boys. Because you got the nonsense Twitters. You have to go to the main deal and go to the entertainment section. You're gonna I think see I like La- mine. You're going to see Lalisa. You're going to see the Rosés, all that stuff. But... With all of that, I'm going right now. It is funny where if you do go look and you want to be embarrassed about your t- my Twitter trends, all black pink. I, I don't know what's happening there. I got wrestling and horror movies. And Captain Marvel. And Ukraine. Out of nowhere. Yeah, I got, and Megan the Stallion ranting to Natalia Dyer over Nancy dumping Steve and Stranger Things is my entire mood. That's the whole thing. I can barely breathe. There's where we go with our rule of there's a, a really good tie in and bookend of that. That's a weird deal. But. With all that, go to the Twitter and follow us at Weird Science EC. If you do that, we'll follow you back. We have a bunch of people that have followed us recently. Hopefully, it is our nice reaching out follow back policy. Or maybe the heavy hitting retweets and tweets, Eric. I'm not sure, but we will follow you if you follow us. That is something that I even convinced Eric over the years about and shamed everybody else who didn't do it. At one point, I just would yell and scream, and Eric did not know. Or understand why I get so fired up. I see still about everything. Yeah, about everything. I'm an emotional man. Well, I'm an I just emotional know that we man. have 20k following and we have 20.9k followers. I know that. You know what that means? 
Some people are jerks. Now, you have the people who have their protected tweets. I always try to follow them. I end up, I'm glad you brought this up because what happens is I go every day. Of them. I go every day. We probably do. Actually, we've had a bunch <laughs> the last couple of days. Actually, so, oh, are we always follow back? I'm looking at this like, oh, Here, shit. Here's where I'll, I'll tell you how committed I am to it. You can lie to yourself, but you can't at lie to me. At one point, I was upset because it did look like that. So what I did was they have unfollowers.com. <laughs> well, they have unfollowers.com. Yeah. If you end up getting a subscription that I think costs like $12 a month, That's then ridiculous. you can hit a button and it follows everybody. And I actually paid to get that so that it would even it out. And when I did it, it didn't even it out. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I look and it's because of the people with protected tweets not following. They follow us. But then when we go to get it, they don't accept us to be their followers. And I feel us. bad because what happens then, yeah, I'll even hear it. We'll go to the deal. I'm going to call out some people. If they're listening, they'll, they'll oh, know uh, the deal because I can go like really quickly here. Oh, here's somebody. Stand for loyalty. I didn't follow. Them. Okay. Sheba last night, Eric, follows us and we can't follow back. And also a good NXXGHT followed us today, but they have protected tweets. I will hit the following. You get pending. When they deny us, it goes back to, and I'll hit it again, and now I'm starting to harass them. And I feel Stop bad. Stop harassing people so on I Twitter, want them to, I want them that, like, I'm not really trying to poke in their business or anything, Eric, but I feel bad. Because then it does look like we're not following them. Uh, but I'm looking now, there are some people that I missed. I'm sorry. They're sure uh, Shrowham Damon. Probably more upsetting of that name. Of uh, there's Miracle Man 72 is pending uh, because they have protected tweets. But yeah. You see, I, I can show you the deal. But yeah, with that, then there might be like you or something. And I'm like, screw him. But no, I don't. Yeah, follow. I actually paid money to try to make sure that I got everybody if I miss somebody or whatnot. But all of that said and done, just go to Twitter at Weird Science DC, follow us, and I'll try to follow you back. If I don't, you can yell at me and tell Eric that, hey, he's 100% right. Also, <laughs> what they'll do, they'll protect the tweets. I'll try to follow them back. They won't accept it. Then they'll unprotect it and yell to you, look at him. He can add it. What a, yeah, what a jerk. What a, he's a liar. Uh, sure also, is. go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, where you can get reviews for most of the books that come out each and every week. Little written reviews. People still like the written words somewhere. No. And then with that, you can go to our Patreon. As the final deal, patreon.com slash weird science, where we have a bunch of shows for each and every level that we have up until the badass level of the Get Fresh Crew, who gets to pick books for most of our things, including our weekly spotlight this week. They ended up picking some pretty big bangers, The New Deceased, and also the tie-in, The Green Lantern. Dark Crisis, Worlds Without a Just Lake, Green Lantern, number one. Yeah, I'm telling you, you were really worried about that deal, that they were going to make it change to a longer time. Well, that's the thing. Is, I don't they know should. if they've changed the Dark Crisis to Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths on the cover of regular books. I don't know if they have. I, I think it's it the next issue. And I if they do the a next, next issue, issue, does that mean that it changes everything that comes out after that to go with so. that? Because that's a long-ass title. That is a really long title. And, some and I don't of these... want to type it out. just because It's not because I'm lazy. It just looks stupid. Well, we also have the thing coming up at the end of the month, just to tell everybody the end of the month we have an annuals week a fifth week of books of the month anytime that happens we have the patreon only show all of the podcasts from the both marvel and the dc are both patreon only when we do that though i hate the way they spell out those annuals now it drives me nuts every time i really don't like it with that 2022 annual, annual? 2022 annual this that it just i don't know why it just doesn't look right it's not aesthetically pleasing it's fine 
at the top. I just don't like it. I know you actually accepted it pretty well right away. I never liked it. I actually think it's way easier than what they used to do. You had no idea where it went. That's the thing is I think that you end up thinking of it in that way, of a practical way. I'll never go back to these things anyway. I'm just reading them. We review them. If I had to, you know, put them on a shelf or put them in some sort of thing, I think it does work out a little better. And probably down the line, I'll say to you at one point, you know what? I had to go back and pull up that annual and it was really easy to find the one that I wanted because of that. So I'm sure I'll end it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll come around to it. But oh, well, with that, that is a lot of extra nonsense at the end, including me not really following people. But I am. They're protected. Eric. I don't know. I just and I really think that they're like, okay, he says they follow everybody back. Just like children are from that old man for the why. I just think they're like, I don't like this guy. I want to see what they're up to. Maybe they like you, but, but I don't want to like, be friends. I don't want Jim to think I'm friendly with him, so I'm gonna make it so he can't Look, I completely understand. And it does I'm I go through and I know these at that moment of that little period of time, I'll know these people who are and I'll be like, Come on, John. Why aren't you accepting us? I really get upset. Like, I guess we're not friends, Johnny. And Johnny's like, no, we're not. We actually aren't. And then there you go. You know, I get emotional as we said. But that's it. Take everything personal and get really mad at criticism. I don't know if you know that. I really like it's the end of the world because I'm not accepted by 100% of the people. But with all that, that is it. That is the TGIF. I know that I better also get this up before midnight or you'll call me out on that as well. That's right. And he did the one time. So I had plenty of time. I really thought it was later. Uh, but it yeah, never is. I'm so, I'm so tired. I get when we do the regular show by the end, I am spent and I usually haven't eaten. I eat dinner at like, you know, 10, 1030. And then I just sit there and I have to edit the thing and it takes forever. It's like 2 a.m. I'm done. Like, I did it, guys. I did it. I go to I go to bed in town. He's like, why are you up so late? I'm like, I, I had to edit the podcast. And every time, it's the same routine. And then I can't fall asleep. And then I'm up. And then I can't wake up. It's all goes with that. But with all that, that is it. Uh, come and listen to our regular show on Sunday. But Eric, what do we say at the end of the TGIF? In a world full of gyms, always make sure you go ape. Kiss my grant. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.